developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. Welcome to this week's episode of The Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the Product of Culture, aka Parkbooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. Garrison Living, the best of times. What is Garrison Living? Hi, I'm James and welcome to this Perceptive Readers. I want to talk about the Garrison Living in the military. It is a different type of living and yet there are opportunities to have many things that you enjoy doing. When you're not in the hustle and bustle and seriousness of actually when you're on site somewhere, when you're actually in the wilderness somewhere. And yes, sad to say, when there is a conflict between towns or nations, which as you know, you would call wartime. Sad to say. But even during such times where there's conflicts going, there is an area and location that they set up and call a garrison. What is garrison life like? Well, when you're actually out on the range or somewhere again in the previous environments that I described, you actually find that uh, out there, it's uh it's rough and it's a different way of living than being back in garrison living. See, garrison living in the military is still different from your regular civilian life even. And so there are certain things that you just do every morning nonstop, uh, you know, first thing in the morning from uh, making your bed to actually uh, cleaning up your whole area, your room, or what have you. Uh, you're still checking to see if your shoes are spit shine. Well, you don't have to spit shine them, but uh, they should be sparkling, you see. And the same thing with your uniforms. They are very nicely uh, pressed and, and cleaned, and even in your uh, your drawers and closets and uh, you will find everything is dress right dress you see very neatly put uh, that's if once again you live in the garrison area the barracks area uh, the tent that has been set up in these different locations where you're at you see now the other thing that goes along with that that when persons are on leave in the garrison areas. Uh, they engage in recreation and entertainment that they don't get to do when they're outside of that environment. Yes, uh, they enjoy themselves. It is very refreshing for them. Right now, in many areas, since there are no serious conflicts going on in the area that these military personnel are in, they are enjoying the fruits of their labor in the garrison area. Now, what happens when there is an area that is under conflict? Well, let me tell you one more thing before that happens. 
in the garrison area too, uh, during the work hours, if you will, they can start very early, uh, early in the morning and last till, you know, the afternoon or later part of the day sometimes. Uh, basically, uh, there are certain guidelines and commands and rules and things uh, that you abide by. And you don't even think about it. You just do them. You've been trained for it. You just do it. You know how to follow policies, etc. Because it's been, especially during basic training, drilled into you. All right. Now that's still garrison living. When you have to go to different environments where there is a conflict, though, you see, something changes. What is that? Well, to use that term again, warfare, you find you no longer have to spit shine your boots or your shoes when you wake up in the morning, you see. You find because you may be placed in an area just on a, a spare of the moment. It wasn't even planned, whether it was God, duty, or something even more serious that was going on. You had to just jump out of your, uh, what? Your sleeping bag or whatever it may be and may not even have time to zip it up to go and take care of whatever some commanding officer may be telling you to do, you see. Also, when it comes to recreation, <laughs> um, while you're in some of these areas just on duty, the most recreation you can think of or maybe have is what? Maybe a notepad just to write down your thoughts. And that's it, you see. Uh, there's no engaging and uh, recreational pursuits or uh, even beverages that make you feel good or what have you, uh, you're always on God, as they put it, in these areas because it literally means uh, life and death in some situations. Along with that, even when there are different certain commands, uh, there is actually a command that sometimes you're asked, will you obey an unlawful or unethical command, you know, coming from your superior officer? Now, that's very interesting, isn't it? Uh, because people say sometimes you just have to do what you're told to do, um, even in the military. Well, let me share something with you. What if you were actually uh, told to survey an area. You were ahead of the rest of the group, okay? The rest of the platoon, as they call it. And your commanding officer had already told you, look, you just survey straight in this area, no matter, you know, what you have to do with your normal uh, duck and hiding or what have you. Because remember, the same thing about in garrison life, and I want to emphasize this, uh, that's where you see soldiers at times in their formations and walking in straight lines. You see left, right, left, right, and everybody can see them looking spotless and things of that nature. It's not like that in environments of conflict. No, they are scattered. No, there's no um, even 
I'm showing off your ranking insignia, you see, uh, because if the enemy ends up seeing it, then <laughs> they know who to go after. But see, it's, it's camouflage. Things are camouflage and you don't walk as straight as you would in garrison areas. You don't stay in uniformity as you do in garrison areas. You don't stay as clean as you do in the garrison locations, okay? So let's say again, uh, the platoon and the person who is on point, who is way ahead, was told to go directly to this certain city or this area. Now, while the person was out there, they end up finding uh, some strange activities going on to maybe the left or to the right of them. See, now in this case, when I say strange activities, it's enough to maybe at first put the person even on guard and not say, hey, I can just proceed forward. I have to investigate. I have to search this out. Why? Because the persons in the formations or platoon that may be even a mile or so behind them, you see, he realized their safety and welfare depends on it. So even though his orders was to go uh, straight here, uh, um, you know, mapping out the lay of the land, he realized now the order may say this. However, what what this activity is over here that can affect the lives of my platoon, my men, my group, you see, uh, the medics, you see. No, I, I have to go over here. See, with the reasoning and the experience that the person has, by them or him actually searching out what was really going on, then he could find all the what pitfalls to still end up going back and telling even the commanding officer or leader that we cannot go this route that, you know, you said for us to go, because if you do, then what would happen? Lives could be lost. Now, I share this account with you because even in the good book, you know, it describes persons who are striving to live a certain life and the life that, you know, God tells them to live and also to engage with others. It is literally like being or figuratively being a soldier. And in a type of battle and spiritual warfare, if you, if, you know, if you will. So there are actually times where a Christian may find or, you know, find out I'm not in garrison living. I'm more in the hostile environment type of setting now. Do you see? And one thing still to keep in mind is that no matter what environment that a person uh, finds them in, there are times where 
You know, it's just between your decision and your conscience on how you're going to not only take care of yourself, but ones who may be in your platoon, uh, so to speak. And this knowledge, because you're on point, may be the only, you may be the only one that actually have what is going on. And you can be thankful that the grand one, the, the, uh, uh, the general of it all, if you will, has revealed this to you so that you can continue to proceed with wisdom, you see, in order to make wise choices and decisions for you and your platoon. Okay. Thank you for being with me on this perceptive readers moment. And always still, no matter what situation you may be in, try to keep the personality that the ones who should feel approachable, that you should feel approachable to, that hopefully they will still feel that approachableness to you, no matter whether you're in garrison living, so to speak, or if you're actually in a different environment that's more hostile, where you have to use more of your wits and your thinking ability, because you realize there are certain situations or even commands that even the ethical conscience overrides those commands that was given just basically as more of a law of the land type of thing. Do you understand what is being said? If you're a perceptive reader, most likely you do. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.